0: To sell her spark then. They classify this as a derby game. Crystal Palace versus Brighton. Not sure why. Possibly because their nicknames are Bo Birds. Uh, Palace of course are the Eagles. And Brighton are the Seagulls. Well uh, less of that uh, frivolity. Uh, What about the action? Well Palace one point in their last home game six home games so they desperately needed a winner to uh, keep their fans happy and Brighton a uh, dreadful away record uh, last time they got anything away from home was at the beginning of December so to the action uh, we went to the first uh, goal which was on 19 minutes Ryan punted the ball down, for, uh, down the field uh, a huge bounce, flipped over the top of the defense. Murray latched onto it quickly. He uh, then hit the ball from the right side of the penalty area, the edge of the box. It was a delightful effort. It went it sl- just in the corner, and that was 1-0 for Brighton on 19 minutes. Uh, 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 a little later... Uh, Zaha was causing trouble and Montea brought him down. Uh, he was given the yellow for that. And an, another attack on 28 minutes. But this time Zaha's effort was blocked by Dunk. Uh, from a corner, Tompkins' header uh, forced a good save from Ryan. Uh, but Brighton were good in possession. And Palace did lack that creativity up front. Uh, So another crucial block uh, to deny Batchway just before the halftime whistle. So it was 1-0 for Brighton at the break. Into the second half now. And uh, within a few minutes uh, some uh, pressure from Paris. And uh, Townsend got the ball just uh, inside the box. Jinked right and left. And he was caught and he went over and the uh, the referee awarded a penalty. Now uh, Crystal Palace have the best penalty taker in the division, Milo Helovic. He's uh, converted uh, unbelievable 17 penalties for Palace. And surprise, surprise, he made it number 18 with ease. So we were back level at one each. Following that goal, uh, there were no real clear-cut chances at either end, uh, and uh, uh, it was looking like we might be ending up as a draw. Uh, Palace was certainly uh, uh, giving the ball to Saha, but he was sometimes overdoing it, and he should lay the pass off uh, more often. Anyway, on 73 minutes, Knockard, who... Was lucky to still be on the pitch. He made a dreadful t- uh, tackle early on in the first half. Anyway, he picked the ball up on the right. And he, he cut inside. And he unleashed an absolutely pile driver of a left foot shot. That curled in the top corner. Absolutely no chance for the keeper. And uh, uh, Albion were back in front. Uh... The Palace manager Hodgson brought on Benteke for uh, Townsend. And uh, in the last minute of uh, added time, Slop had a chance, but he hit the ball over the top. A very, very encouraging win for uh, Chris Hewden's men. Final score, Crystal Palace 1, Brighton 2. Cardiff City Stadium, West Ham, the visitors. Uh, Mango was in the defence for Cardiff for Samba. Sounds like uh, we're having some fun in an African uh, uh, party. But nevertheless, Hernandez was up front and Anatovic still stuck on the bench. Well, Cardiff really dominated this match and they got off to a great start after four minutes when Hoyliot connected with a, a half volley from a cross from Murphy. And that was 1-0 for Cardiff. Uh, they should have gone two up a little later from Niyagi, uh, But he, uh, the defence managed to hold firm. That was it at the break. Uh, into the second half. And uh, uh, Con- Cardiff continued to dominate. Uh, and within seven minutes of the restart, uh, Kam- Kamarasara. Uh, I think I've got that pronounced it. Kamasare finished off uh, anyway a, a, a good move by Fa, uh, Cardiff. Uh, Murphy heading on a coil across goalwards, And uh, the said Kamarasare was a year, yard out and finished it off. 2-0. Uh, Fabianski made a couple of great saves to prevent the score uh, widening. There were a couple of late efforts from West Ham. Rice hit a post and Anacevic uh, forced a good save from Edridge. But all in all, uh, West Ham were extremely disappointing. And uh, Pellegrini really needs to sit down and and work out why his side are so bad when they leave uh, London. For Cardiff, a great win and it will help in their fight to beat the drop. John Smith Stadium then, bottom club Hudsfield. Uh, entertaining Bournemouth and Bournemouth slowly falling into the relegation area Um, their good form at the start of the season was keeping them at bay anyway Moy was in for Huddersfield and Wilson Callum Wilson was back after a six week uh, absence for Bournemouth and that man Wilson didn't take long to uh, remind us all of his prolific goal-scoring form, on 20 minutes uh, he was at the end of a neat Fraser cross, and uh, that was one-nil to the Cherries. Uh, into the second half now, uh, King and Wilson uh, and Fraser all looking good, and then on 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 66 minutes uh another swift move uh from uh, those three and frazier was the man uh, at the end of it and uh, he scored from 10 yards to put bournemouth two up after that it really ended as a contest final score then huddersfield nil bournemouth two okay to uh, the king power stadium Leicester at home to Fulham. The two new managers on view here Brendan Rogers for Leicester and Scott Parker for Fulham. Okay, so into the action then. Uh, Leicester had the better of the early uh, action and on 21 minutes, uh, a typical break by Leicester. They're so quick on the break. And Vardy uh managed to set up uh Tielemans who was following up and he had an open goal uh and that was 1-0 for the foxes that was about it really from uh, uh the first half action into the second half and Fulham had uh, been much more impressive after they went behind and on 51 minutes uh Ayiti who was making his debut Uh, came in from the right hit a a shot at goal it had a deflection off Maguire and went past Schmeichel and so we were level 1-1 from there on uh, Leicester upped uh, the uh, pace a little Rico had to be good to stop Barnes uh, curling shot and then Vardy took over Um, he really is quite prolific when it comes to scoring goals and he was put through on 78 and his pace of course is wicked and he got into the penalty box and stro- stroked the ball wider Rico into the corner it was 2-1 and then uh, a little bit later, 86, uh, Barnes who's looking an increasing presence in the Leicester front line he managed to uh, set up Bardi uh, and uh, he clipped the ball inside the post and that was 3-1 uh, for the Foxes uh, deserved win then for Brenton Rodgers standout play from Jamie Vardy uh, he's now had uh, over 100 goals for Leicester which is pretty impressive uh, in the modern area only Gary Lineker has done that um, so well done so the final score then uh, Leicester 3, uh, Fulham 1 Match of the day uh, was at St. James's Park, Newcastle at home to Everton. Uh, Coleman unfortunately didn't make the starting lineman. He became sick in the warm-up and Longstaff, who's been very good for the Magpies, he was injured so he was out as well. It's very much a game of two halves. The first half, definitely uh, Everton, the better team. And uh, let's have a look at the action from that first half then uh, and uh, on uh, 18 minutes across from Dana on the left uh, delightful cross uh, was headed wide of Dubrovka by Calvert-Lewin and one uh, nil then to Everton. Then we had a, 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 a very strange uh, uh, event. Um, what happened was that Richie put in a a very good cross from the left Pickford jumped up to catch it he then dropped it and Rondon trying to seize the opportunity uh, got the ball but then Pickford managed to pull him down uh, thus preventing him from engaging with the ball Now it looked a clear red card to everyone in the stadium but the referee awarded a penalty and a yellow. Um, In the confusion uh, Pickford then saved Richie's effort and so we were still at 1-0. Not long after that Gomez got to the byline and his cross was parried by Dubrovka but it went straight to Le and that was 2-0 for Everton. After 32 minutes. So got to the break. Everton two up. Into the second half. And uh, things changed uh, rather quickly. Uh, Rondon managed to get ahead of Kenny. And he's chipped it over uh, Pickford. But it went desperately just wide. But then on 65 minutes. A beautiful move involving Perez and Rondon. Uh, linking beautifully and Rondon's volley whistled past Pickford to bring the, the scores back to 2-1. From then on uh, Newcastle were well on top and Perez showed what he was made of. On 81 80, uh, minutes Perez following up a strike from the uh, very good Almarong which was a game was poorly parried by the England keeper, and Perez slotted the ball home to level things at two-two. Then we had a, an amazing incident which caused a lot of controversy. Uh, Newcastle were on the attack. The ball was cleared out to midway between the uh, halfway line and the penalty box. The Newcastle defender hoisted the ball up like an up and under, it came down and bu- bounced a high and um, the attacking t- players, Rondon and Perez, anticipated the bounce but Rondon collected the ball and he was in an offside position but he, he pushed it to Perez who was an offside and Perez got his second. And the referee awarded a goal. So, as you can imagine, uh, Marco Silva wasn't too pleased at the final whistle. But Rafa Benitez was absolutely delighted. A great game then. And Newcastle taking it by three goals to two. So to St. Mary's. Southampton at home to Spurs. Uh, Spurs clearly uh, jubilant after that. Champions League success, and uh, they brought back Deli Ali um, uh, for this game. He'd been out for a number of weeks, and Eric Dyer was also back in the starting lineup. Uh, Southampton were unchanged, not surprising after that great performance at Old Trafford. Um, and into the first half, and it was all Spurs. They were nonchalant in their use of pred- possession but a little bit sort of arrogant to say the least Kane had a couple of chances early on one went wide and the other went over uh they then caused some pressure which led Yosida to push the ball onto his own post but finally uh on uh 26 minutes um Spurs eventually got their breakthrough and Ali's beautiful chip over the top of the defence, Kane ran onto it uh, uh, and he, he clipped it in the corner. And so Spurs were one up and they were bossing uh, everything. Um, this led to uh, Pochettino being extremely critical of their attitude at the final whistle. We're more about that later. So they went into the break one up uh, uh, second half and Hasenthaler brought on long for the ineffective Austin. But uh, they certainly were on the front foot Southampton and a different side from that that we saw in the first half. Redmond uh, 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 had an opportunity but he pluffed his shot. And uh, then we got to uh, the 76th minute. And Valerie, who scored that amazing goal last week, came out up from the back and uh, post, and Armstrong's uh, cross from the left found him, and it was in the back of the net, and uh, it was one each. From there on, uh, Southampton were in the ascendancy and really pushing for it. 81 minutes. Um, a free kick to Southampton, just outside the penalty box, another thirty yard plus. And guess what? War Prowse steps up. Uh, remember, he, bought, he 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 found a great goal at Old Trafford last week. Well, he repeated the trick with a tremendous free kick uh, that curled round the wall and hit the back of the net. Lloris no chance. And uh, Southampton. Well, well done Southampton, justified their uh, improved performance, got to the finish line and won this game by two goals to one. So we're at the Etihad and uh, uh, firstly I'd like to point out that my results show, uh, my last results show, I inexplicably... Uh, had Man City at the Eddy he had when they beat Bournemouth, when in fact the uh, action took place at the Vitality. So apologies for that. Um, I've got it right this week though, they are at home to Watford, and Company and Morris were back in the starting lineup. Uh, seven changes for Gracia in Watford's uh, team. Um, quite amazing that, considering their recent results. A uh, First half action, well, there wasn't too much of it to be ver- uh, perfectly honest. David Sealed uh, managed to head wide uh, when he was free in the box. And Bernard Silva uh, managed to fight, seek out Aguero. And he also managed to head wide. So we got to the break, and that was from six yards, by the way. And we got to the break, goalless, into the second half and uh, things started to uh, get uh, hotted up quite considerably within a minute of the restart. When uh, Sterling managed to get the ball in the net, uh, admittedly uh, slightly fortunate, uh, as he connected with a defender at the time of shooting, initially he was flagged offside uh, because he was clearly in an offside position. But then uh, the referee consulted with his linesman and the decision was reversed and a goal was given. Um, I think it may have had something to do with the fact that the interpretation was that a defender had knocked the ball uh, back to his goalkeeper. And Sterling had uh, got onto it. But he was in fact offside at an earlier moment. However... Gracia very very angry and Watford one down and basically they never recovered from that and uh, Sterling uh, Who is certainly a different player from the one uh, we saw a couple of years ago? uh, Scored again on 50 minutes and then completed his hat-trick on 59 minutes Uh, It was quite remarkable uh, how quickly this hat-trick appeared uh, second, he was at the far post and poached on a, a cross from Mares, And then uh, he cuts in from the left, uh, as he does often, and creates a yard of spark, space and uh, hit the ball in the corner. After that, the game was over, really. Although uh, Gracia brought on Dini and Delafeo and uh, the said Feo, uh grabbed a consolation goal uh on 66 minutes so Manchester City increased their lead at the top to four